Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. He's Julian Andrews. And we are the best podcast ever. <laughs> We're certainly not a desperate podcast, Julian. Yeah. Um, I was thinking I was actually going to call a press conference. My first press conference ever, um, just to tell everybody how not desperate I am. But um, how... The, uh, and how the, actually they're desperate. <clears throat> they're really desperate. Yes. Yeah, for listening. Indeed. Um, how was your uh, like little college reunion? I shouldn't say little, but like, I don't want to like, <laughs> I was gonna say, it- not exactly little, but it was, uh, it was really fun. Um, Bowdoin college shout out. They did a good job. Uh, saw very frequent listener of the pod, Andrew Colley, one of my very good friends. Love you, Andrew. Very reliable listener. He had takes, he had thoughts. He shared them with me. It was good. Get him on the pod. We should, he would happily join. We should. I'm in. Join. Let's do it. Um, but no, it was a really nice weekend. Um, my body is, uh, it's been better. Let's just mm-hmm. say, you know, mm-hmm. some, uh, barley sodas, as you would call them, they were consumed. Um, they tends to happen out of various vessels. And now <laughs> I'm back in Minnesota where it is like the worst allergies. Very bad. You could possibly imagine. So body's doing great, uh, or body's doing horrible. Mine's doing great. Um, and I'm ready to talk some wolves. Let's talk wolves. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel you on the allergies. Like, it's funny because, like, somebody asked today, I got, like, some vendor called me about something. And yeah, for, classic. I, I don't vendor. know why I I don't know why I answer calls that I don't know who they are. Yeah, I know but I just is. did today randomly. And the guy's like, he's trying to, you know, he's like, I'm from Chicago. What's the weather like there? And I was like, I don't know. It's not summer and it sucks. <laughs> Like, it's like 71. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's fine. 
and it's okay, but that means my allergies are bad because it's not warmer. And that's just, that's now just let's life. hear the pitch. <laughs> yeah. And then I was <laughs> like, I got a meeting. In, I was like, I got, he's like, I was like, I got a meeting in five minutes. He's like, you have a meeting at two 52. I was like, yeah. Wow. Whatever. Like just that's shut up. up. Yeah. I was like, just leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to, I don't care about what you're saying. Oh my uh, God. All right. Julian. Golf, by the way. Oh, uh, not good. Yeah. Not good, but good time with buddies. It's funny because our college trip, uh, or, you know, kind of like college guys, it, like at one point this was a trip with like 18 guys and this year there were four of us. So you get old and attrition. Yeah. Nope. Nobody, no, nobody's died. They're just, people are just getting older and they can't, um, family life and I guess different priorities, which is probably a good thing. Um, but, um, all right, Julian, let's get into some, uh, wolves talk. Uh, I guess first off, and I didn't even have this in our notes, but you just mentioned it. So we should talk about this. Um, the Denver Nuggets team yeah. president, Josh Kroenke, <laughs> who is the son of Stan, who owns the the Rams, um, he labeled the Timberwolves courtship of Conley as desperate. Um, the term yep. equity, this is his quote, the term equity was thrown, getting thrown around. I didn't necessarily know what that meant. That can mean a lot of different things in the world of business. But from the very start, he said, hey, if there's some sort of equity upside, I really need to take a look at this for my family. I said, okay. Team was under contract. The offer kind of came through, came in through the side doors. They always seem to do in the NBA. And so once those type of numbers start getting thrown around and getting into someone's head, it became, becomes very difficult to contain. Um, let me find the actual. That's, but yeah, hilarious. I'm, That's hilarious because first of all, I mean, equity doesn't have that many meanings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it typically means you have equity in the team. Uh, it's actually a very concrete uh, yeah, thing. And it's also funny that he's like, oh, once those numbers start getting thrown around, like, oh, you mean when the other guy, other team trying to hire your guy gave him more money? Like, like it's, it's hard to contain just these numbers. Like they just hard keep to contain. It's yeah. no, it's, it's just he was given an offer that you weren't willing to match, which is like fair, you know, like, sure. But as a business guy who knows all the definitions of equity, uh, one would think he would understand like, you know, a little offer they can't refuse type of situation. What? Well, I mean, totally hundred percent. And the fact that the nuggets and like the ownership there is like, has always been considered pretty cheap in general, as far as like their practice facilities and paying people, so the fact that it's an offer we couldn't contain. No, it's an offer you didn't want to match. And we already lost Masai. Yeah. And like th- these things tend to happen, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's funny. Like, it's hilarious. It's just very funny calling a press conference and like giving all these quotes where you're clearly so like butthurt and then being like, well, they're the desperate ones because they paid the guy. And it's like, okay, or they or they paid like, the guy. Okay, sure. And it's not like a player <laughs> where you have like cap space for these positions, you know, like if suddenly you pay, like if, if you paid, I I don't even know what the deal would be, but like, you know, if I don't like, I'm trying to think of a player, um, like on their team right now, but the the only, um, like if you were, yeah, like when Michael Porter jr. Granted, he got the max already. Um, okay. Let's say Monty Morris. If suddenly the wolves gave him like a five year, $120 million deal. Cause we're like, Oh man, we need Monty Morris. Yeah, then it'd be like, well, yeah, they like clearly wanted him a lot, and like we didn't value him as much. 
and they were like yeah. more desperate to get him, I guess. But when it's a position that has no cap space and you can literally spend whatever you want on it, like, yeah, like you just didn't do that. And that's fine. What you should right. say is, I, exactly. hey, Tim, we wish you the best. We're bummed. Certainly, you know, like if we would have planned yes. it, we wouldn't have him going to a Western Conference rival, but like we, Congratulations. You know, we, we hope we look forward to the challenge. Like it'll be fun. And, and we're really excited about Kelvin Booth's future. Like we, like we, we wouldn't yeah. have let Tim go had we not been excited about Kelvin. And maybe he said those things, but like saying that they're desperate. It's like, it's well, just not- so stupid. <laughs> it's just like bad form. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like fine to let him go. It's yeah. like not even like I'm like, oh, the Nuggets were so stupid for yeah. letting him slip away, which like I'm not saying. I'm also like, maybe the Wolves did pay him too much, but it's not my money. So like, and it's no, and nobody else is listening who has any like input, like influence on that decision. Mark Lauren, Alex Rodriguez don't care. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, what? It's like the only thing you're doing is like going out there and like, setting yourself up for people like us and local media to make fun of you. So, exactly. It doesn't make you look good. Josh or what's his name? Uh, Josh. Cranky. 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 mate. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It reminds me of like when, uh, like if you have a significant other, like boyfriend or girlfriend, you break up and they date <laughs> someone this. new, they date someone new and you're like, well, yeah, but they, they don't make as much money as me or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I get what you're saying and you want people to believe that he's worse than you are, but actually you just seem worse than he is. Or just being like, I'm actually so much better off. Yeah. It's like, I don't think you are with somebody else. And it's like, you keep saying it. You know what that Wait, tells But me? then you call a press conference to talk about it. To tell it. You're like, Hey, I want a happy hour to tell everybody about how I'm better off. Right. Right. Um, more sense. news surrounding Tim Conley. He made his first major hire, um, and he kind of hinted towards this during his press conference that he would make some hires. He hired Matt Lloyd as his senior vice president of basketball operations. Um, The mover was first reported by ESPN. Lloyd has worked for the Orlando Magic since 2012. Uh, He was vice president of basketball operations prior to last season. Um, He did scouting there. Um, Obviously, (coughs) excuse me, the Timberwolves um, parted ways with uh what's his name um Gerson Rosas no no they parted ways with him certainly but um um you know the the scout he did the G League stuff why can't I think of his name I can't remember um John Luca oh yeah 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 Pasucci yeah yeah and he was basically the draft guy yeah um so I think a lot of people looked into it and the the reporting so far is that it looks it seems like Lloyd is gonna like not go underneath Gupta, but like he won't be as important. Like there's no like number two or number three person here, but sure. I think people were wondering like, Oh my God, did they just hire someone over Gupta? doesn't seem to be the case. Just seems yeah. to be like another extension of Conley. You can um, have, you know, as like the leader of an organization, you get multiple people reporting to you. Yeah. There's like a million. And, and the thing is like, <laughs> especially in basketball operations, it's like there, there could be 18 vice presidents of basketball totally. operations. hundred percent. They could, all means something different. They do like super different things too. Like my first, when I first read this, I was like, Oh, bad news for Gupta. But then I yeah. like read about what this new guy does. And it's like, Oh, like he's a scout. I want to, he's a good about, scout. Yeah. It but seems like, like he's a really Gupta's good scout. Do all the like analytics stuff and like the stuff he does. Well, like if he sticks around, which I guess he still could not, but it doesn't seem like this guy coming on board is like, no, 
I, I yeah. agree. I don't, I don't think that he'll leave, but I do want to ask you, like, if you're Gupta, is it like, I mean, yeah, obviously you have to get hired by another team to get, to be like their main yeah. person, but like, I mean, it has to be disappointing because like five or six or seven or eight years ago or yeah. whatever in Philadelphia, he was like the number two to hinky and suddenly like it, it seems like he's just being pat. Like this was a pretty obvious job and, and Gupta did a good job. And now you have like this and it's, it seemed like it was a perfect storm because you have like a rod and Lori coming in they want to put their yeah. stamp down. So they want to like make the splashy move and certainly maybe Gupta is not the splashy move, but like, I don't know. I will say like, if I'm Gupta, like I'm like, dang, it's a bummer. This didn't work out for me to like get my dream job. But at the same time, like it seems like, Oh, I keep forgetting this guy who they just brought in, Matt Lloyd. It seems like Connolly and Matt Lloyd are both like good dudes and like good to work for and like want other people's opinion. Like I feel like the work environment, like the job itself, is probably going to be good. Yeah. Under those guys. And also, like if Gupta like sticks around and does well here, he'll get another opportunity. Like these jobs come up. His name is not going to stop being in conversations as long as he's excelling. He's still like a pretty young guy. 40 years um, old. Yeah. So like, I mean, I guess the 40 is not like young, young, but it's in terms of like basketball executives, a lot of, you know, people do this job for a long time. And, and so, Connolly's like 48 or 50 or yeah, born, so, in, born in 1976. So like, yeah, right around like that, like 48 mark i mean i think yeah. there will just like there will be it's got to be like a little bit disappointing but i don't feel like there's this huge like it's not like gupta was such an obvious hire that there's this sense of like betrayal yeah or like that he's never going to have this opportunity again because that's not true you know Connolly seems to value him and you know every, everybody like gupta given his attitude is probably welcoming the opportunity to learn from Connolly, who's been in the business a little bit longer and who has a lot of great experience and who's like by all accounts, really good at his job. Um, so if he stays and excels under him, then I can't imagine he won't get another shot at a GM job. Totally you know? agree. So it's it's too bad, but it's not like I don't know. It's also fine, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I I agree. I just like that's like the one I don't. We haven't really talked yeah. about that much. of like totally. how he feels. Um, well, so. I, I mean, I imagine at some point we'll hear from him. Yeah, nothing yet. I, but you also wonder how much the team will actually let him. You know, they're not going to like let him host a press conference. I feel um, like if he was w really pissed about it, we would have heard like his agent would have leaked it or something. Yeah, could could, could be on the press, or maybe that's not his style. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I I wouldn't be surprised if Gupta's gone in like a year or two. I I was going to say like, next off season. Yeah, suddenly like a job with like the Rockets or something like that seems like it would make sense because I think yeah. he's pretty popular there. Um, with that being said. We want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings. Are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? Series is 1-1, no. by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, two very weird games. Uh, join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet during the NBA finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Julian, I didn't tell you this yet. When yeah. I was in Vegas, I bet on the Celtics to win the finals before game six. And then I bet on Tatum to win before game six of the Eastern Conference finals. 
Uh-huh. And then I bet on Tatum to win the MVP. Yeah. And then they lost. And then I doubled down. Oh, you told me this. Yeah. Yeah. And then I tripled down after they won. So I just have all these bets for Boston. So um, kind of a disappointing game, too. But that's all right. But that's, that you split. You split in Golden State. You're fine. And game two, whatever. Like, you, I you get it. You get serious. You still got home court. You get exactly. You get blown out. But whatever. Um, the discourse has been so weird around this series. Like, I was talking with some of my friends about this. Like, half of it's like. All this Draymond stuff is like really weird. First of all, it is. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I foul people all the time, but I've earned it. It's like, well, no, you're not really, man. Like that's, that's really, how it works. really not how that should work. Yeah. If it is how it works, the league needs to fix it. Cause yeah, like, like that's let's not, not act like he's like, he's not Scotty fucking Pippen. I know. Like, right. And Draymond then, green's going to be a hall of famer, but like, he's not like someone I'm ever going to tell my children about. Yeah. Hopefully. Like, oh my God. Do you remember Draymond <laughs> Green? Like, oh, well. And then, and then at the same time, like the other half of the discourse is like, oh, if the Celtics don't turn the ball over, they'll have a way better chance at winning the games. And it's like just yeah. the most obvious takes. It's just like we've just like beat the analysis of these teams into the dirt because I feel oh. like they were talked about teams for a long time. And like we kind of knew what this series was going to be about. It turns out it's going to be about those things. And it's just kind of like there isn't much to talk about, but there's so many freaking days between games. That That's the thing. I was going to say that. Like, everybody's like, going to fill it. <laughs> I was I was watching TV during work today and like within an hour, I had like the same four storylines on like get up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, like we're just talking about the same things over and over again. Like we have like, is there anything else to talk about? And like apparently the answer is no. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It's like, well, but that's the thing with the Celtics and we're not, we don't have to like preview the finals here, but like the whole thing throughout the playoffs is like nobody on their team can dribble. It's really wild. It's like crazy. It's like Jalen Brown can't dribble. It's like Jason Tatum's going to set the NBA record for most turnovers in a postseason. Um, unless Marcus Smart does. Unless Marcus Smart does. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a fun series. Uh, all right, let's get to our roster review today. We have. The man who is almost traded for Ben Simmons, Jaden McDaniels. In Jaden McDaniels' second year, um, who, by the way, Jaden McDaniels, what a steal. The 28th pick in the 2020 draft. That's crazy. Um, Last year, he averaged 9.2 points, 4.2 rebounds, 46% from the the field, 31% from the three-point line, which was down about 5% from the year before, whatever. Um, He's entering his third year of his contract. He's due $2.15 million. Um, second best defensive rating on the team, uh, six, nine, one eighty five, lanky guy. Uh, where do you see, um, like the big question here is not like, is Jaden McDaniels going to be a good player? I think the answer yeah. is yes. The answer is where do you see his future on the Timberwolves? Because we always talk about that, like that rookie extension and like suddenly like we're there, uh, the team will certainly pick up his option for, yeah the 23, 24 season, which will be, which I get, he still has two more seasons under team control, but then he becomes a restricted free agents. And generally after this season, you're going to get him a deal. Um, which I'm guessing like his agents probably saying like, Hey, let's give him, you know, five years, one twenty or whatever. Um, Oof. right. And, yeah. but th- that's, I don't like know, the- man. So here's what I think. First of all, talk about like a good hold for the wolves, you know, like, there was all that buzz around him going into the season and it was like, Oh, will he be traded? And I feel like his value is certainly higher than it was. 
So good on the Wolves for kind of trusting their trusting their own internal scouting on that. And then I actually kind of wonder if his extension might be hitting at the right time for the Wolves. Like I know you at certain point do kind of get paid on potential. Um, but I think he has the potential to be like a really, really good player, but I don't think he'll be that next year. So, so I kind of wonder if you can get him locked up long-term for like probably what will seem like a reach of a contract right away. But I have, but I think that like, he's one of those guys that like by the end of his contract, it's going to be like, Oh, this guy actually might be a deal. Um, because just like his physical tools and everything he has going for him, like, I don't, I don't really think there's any reason to let him go unless like the contract is truly egregious or you're getting a trade offer for him. That's like truly ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Now that I say that out loud, like that contract number, I mean, Mikel Bridges got a four year, $90 million deal. Yeah. Like, um, that which, to me, like, which is of, still like 22 and a half million a year, which seems like a lot, but in this like, league, though, you know, if he could get 15 million, um, I think I'd be fine with it. Yeah, it is hard yeah, because him for like 470 or 480, that would be like great. That's where it's so hard for these young players because I think we're all like, fuck D'Angelo Russell, get him out of town. We get going to get a new contract there. But like when the new contract is just like Anthony Edwards and Jade McDaniels <laughs> taking that money spot, then you're like, oh, oh, okay. Like I uh, like that doesn't sound as great anymore. Like, cause we want that other piece. Um, like similar to kind of what the Grizzlies yeah. are going through, like this off season, they kind of have to sign someone big because bef- before Jaws contract kicks in. So, um, yeah, I mean like what deal would have to come along where you're like, Oh yeah, I'm totally comfortable getting rid of Jade McDaniels. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> gonna sound stupid. Like somebody better than Jaden McDaniels. I get, you know, it's just like, I would not move him for picks at this point. Agreed. Um, unless it was like a really, really high draft pick. Um, I guess like somebody who could move the needle, who's like all, who's like making less or at what you will pay him, you know, like if there's a way to kind of in a trade, remove that variance where he doesn't end up becoming a player that's worth his contract. Like if you can move him for a player, like I'm not saying Mikhail Bridges, cause I'm sure he's untouchable, but like, you know, a guy who's on kind of a mid to high contract, who's already, performing but maybe the team wants wants youth or there's like a positional fit that's off i'm really struggling to think of a guy um because it's also like it's tricky because he's paid what he's paid now and so that makes the cap stuff tricky yeah like, like yeah i don't know the only deal that came, came in my head and this isn't going to happen at all but like it would have to be a team like similar in the ben simmons situation where like you're trying to get rid of a player that's like a star or yeah. like close to. So it's like, would you give up D'Angelo Russell, a first round pick and Jaden McDaniels for DeAndre Ayton or something like that? Right. Or like, Russell a first round pick? and like, you'd have to make the money work. Yeah, I think I would do that. Yeah. And I, I, I think so too. Um, but that's like the only type of deal, like the, the Bradley Beal or whatever. Um, but otherwise, like I'm staying away from any sort of trade like that because i think that's i think he's yeah. i i don't think he's as good as a lot of timberwolves fans think he's going to be like i think yeah. some fans think he's going to be like this like five-time all-star which i don't think he is but i do think he is like that mikhail bridges type where he's like 
granted like bridges i think was on like an all nba team but like and and, and maybe that's like Jaden mcdaniel's trajectory of like he's going to be a solid two-way player a really good defender and always like the number four option like a really good like four on your team like yeah the, the, the number four guy I, I think that's like the best case scenario for him is like yeah. Mikhail bridges but but also like the fact that it's even a possibility for where they drafted him is remarkable so I don't know. I just, I feel like it's a win and you just got to not screw it up. I just got to be smart. Like he's not like an untouchable guy. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of Wolves Twitter kind of makes him out to be, but at the same time, as I was kind of saying earlier and as you're saying, like the specifics of a deal that would make me want to move him are kind of hard to think of. So it's not like, like in theory, perfectly willing to move him for the right guy in practice kind of hard to come up with that scenario. Although I do wonder, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The, at- the cap stuff is, is weird. This, this is like one of the reasons I think that you, and this, I might be reading the cap situation wrong here, but this is like, I think one of the reasons why you want to move Delo now for a guy who's on like a longer term deal who you think. Yeah can be a part of it because then you can kind of dip into those, like go over the cap, like dip into those bird rights. Uh, yeah. To resign Edwards and um, McDaniels, but I don't know. It's cause yeah, you're right. If you just let that D-Lo money fall off the books without turning it into anything, it's just going to get turned into McDaniels and Edwards. Yeah. And then, which is fine, which is um, good, but then, but then but they then have I... to perform that much better. Otherwise you're just the same team. Totally agree. Um, Listen to this trade. I forget how the Timberwolves. Well, I mean, I know it was a draft day trade. This trade is nuts from how they acquired uh, what was uh-huh. um, Jaden McDaniels. As part of a three-team trade, um, the th- this pick was traded by the Oklahoma Th- City Thunder with Ricky Rubio to the Timberwolves. Okay, the Timberwolves traded someone named Matthias Lazort and a 2023 second-round pick to the Knicks. They also traded James Johnson, the pick that was Poco, Poku, Poco, Poku, 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 and a 2024 second round pick to the Thunder. The Knicks traded the 2020 first round pick, which was Leandro Balmero. Um, I think that was in the teens to the Timberwolves. And then the Thunder traded Emmanuel quickly to the Knicks. Oh my God. Like what a weird trade. Oh, Poku. What pick was he like 20 or something? Uh, Let's look. So Poku, yeah, that really worked out for Poku the was there. the 17th pick. Timberwolves took him, ended up being part of the trade. The Knicks ended up trading the Timberwolves. Basically, the Timberwolves acquired Rubio and they traded 17 and they got Balmero at 23. And then they got Jane McDaniels at 28. That really worked out for everybody but the Thunder. It really did. Well, and the Lakers, because the, <laughs> the, the Lakers, Lakers somehow catch a stray. The Lakers completely random trade. Because the so the pick was owned by the Lakers originally. Right. Yeah. And they traded that pick with Danny Green to the Thunder for Dennis Schroeder. Mm. So yeah. Basically the awesome. Dennis Schroeder for and that's why like I get it if you're it's so hard because if you're a team like the 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 because the Mavericks always used to do this. When they had like the number 20th pick, they'd be like, screw it, we're turning that into a veteran contract because we don't want to waste our time during the like during our prime to like develop players um which i get but also yeah, but like if, if you're know. the if you're the lakers it's like 
God, you have such a dumpster fire there with zero assets. And it's like, well, you traded the pick that would have been Jade McDaniels. Not saying you would have taken him, but like Jade McDaniels on the Lakers roster makes them certainly like, at least you have an asset. Like right now their asset is like, oh, we got Taylor Horton Tucker. It's just a kind first of, round pick. It's just kind of not true that rookies can't contribute on you. Like you just have to draft well. Like if you don't trust your draft process, you should always turn your picks into veterans, right? Exactly. Yeah. But like, it's not necessarily true that a kind of aging guy is going to be better than a rookie. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't like that thinking. Like, I don't like the idea that you're always going to pick like a Dennis Schroeder over, you know, draft yep. pick X. Cause I mean, we've seen rookies be contributors on many teams, especially rookies that don't have to do everything. You know, yeah. like that's that's the best way for a rookie to contribute, like right away. Look Just at what's happening in New Orleans, like Herb Jones, like the perfect example. It's like, you know, like obviously that's a really, really good pick. So that's part of it. But then the other part is like, no, he doesn't have to do everything. He just has to go out there and be like a menace on defense. So it's like. I don't know. I just think that teams often get so caught up in like picking this this known um, and then they really cap their ceilings because like Dennis Schroeder, like sure, he's fine but you know exactly what you're getting out of him. And it's like, not that good. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I no, I totally agree with you. And even if you look at the finals right now, like you have guys like Jordan pool contributing yeah. huge minutes. You have guys like Robert Williams and, um, you know, like Peyton Pritchard yeah, and Grant Williams, Pritchard. like yeah, guys, totally. guys that were like mid to late first round picks. And you're like, or second round picks even. And you're like, Oh, like, I mean, you think about it, right? Like Peyton Pritchard, last year was the 26th overall pick. Right. Um, you know, Aaron Neesmith was the, where is he at here? He was, no, he's not, but he's the 14th pick. That's what I mean. Oh, right. I I mean, like you don't really know, like sometimes it's a crapshoot. Like when the, when the Celtics, like that one draft, I think they had like Romeo Langford, Grant Williams. I feel like there was one more player. And it's like, oh, none of these guys are going to work out. And it's like, well, actually, Grant Williams won a playoff game for the Celtics this year. Like, yep. you never really know. So I, I'm, I'm with you. We got like ten Aaron Neesmith cards. I have so many. It's I have like a good. silver. I have a green. I have an auto. If he um, became awesome, that would be so huge for us. I would be. I would have more money. Yeah. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. I don't think we so. We said that on the pod once, and then all my all my Celtics friends texted me like, "Bro, you, you have no chance." See, that's. <laughs> Right. Like when you watch the games every day, it's like, oh, yeah, actually, you know, you're wrong. Like I, I watched like, yeah, during the regular season, I watch like eight games and I see one good game from him. And I'm like, man, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, fund. we'll be back next week. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining. Um, yeah, Warriors Celtics. We're recording this on a Tuesday, but Warriors Celtics. Who do you got in game three? Um, I got the Celtics. Yeah, give me Boston. I'm gonna go Boston game three, Warriors game four. Yep. Um, and then we then we got ourselves a series. Um, all right. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Bye.